Hello, everyone. Welcome to Fragrophilia, the podcast. Welcome, everyone. This is Jeff. This is Jane. And uh, we're glad to be back. Once again, a long journey getting here. We're recording this at the last minute. We are. We're a little frazzled. We have, for the last week, been dealing with um, an air conditioner that died on us. Six days. We were Six kicked days. out of this house. Had to board pets. Had to take poor Henry over to Grandpa's. Couldn't get any work. It was, it was messy. We were separated from our perfumes. We were, uh, well, you know, we, we brought some. Worried about them. Yeah. In the heat. Know, in the heat. You know, luckily, I mean, it probably seems warm to, to some people. Up north or so, you know, it was mid to high 90s for a couple of those days. And, um, but luckily it wasn't a month ago when it was 108 every day. Yeah. So we're here. We're here. And there's so much new fragrance news, so many new releases. Um, we saw that there is a new one from Resume de Fleur. Called... I do want to, can I just interrupt this real quick? Because I learned something about you tonight that uh, I, I feel like I should share. Okay. And that is, is it embarrassing. <laughs> I don't think it's too embarrassing. I just was surprised at how amazed you are at the practice run of the air show that was going on above in our neighborhood. Did you think I would be scared because they were flying low? I figured you might be like, they're, they're flying too low. But you were like, oh, <laughs> this is awesome. And you're like, I want to go to the air show. Well, it's let like, me tell you, mm -hmm. on the neighborhood Facebook page, people were divided. Oh, really? On whether it was fun or whether it was dangerous. I was out there grilling. And, you know, I have pets and, and a child to think about, and, and they were flying very low. Yeah. Very low. Almost to the point where, and they were so small that I was like, man, are these like You're models? You're like, are they real? <laughs> <laughs> because it looked, I have actually been up in a plane and got to fly it for about 30 seconds. It was pretty big deal for me when I was a young man. I didn't and know that about you because we're learning new things about each I know, other tonight. I know. I uh, went in a little two-seater with a, an employee of mine at one point who told me one day, he's just like, hey, I want to take you somewhere after work. You want to? You, you can't ask any questions. I'm like, okay. And so all of a sudden we drive out to this country airfield. And in, this one I lived in Indiana. And uh, he's like, you know, and I knew he was training to be a pilot. And um, he's Is like, this yeah, your stoner. No, he was a goth kid. He was a goth kid. And um, <laughs> he wasn't a stoner. He was goth. Yeah, he was. He was a good guy. His name was Dallas, actually. Oh, my God. There's not enough goth pilots. And um, yeah, hung out, you know, like total Denny's crowd, you know, Denny's at from like 1130 at night till four in the morning kind of guy hung out. They all did like Rocky Horror Picture Show on Friday nights and stuff like that. Anyway. So he was training to be a pilot, and he was well into it at this point, but he had, you have to do a certain amount of hours all the time. And he's like, hey, come up here with me. And we flew over my parents' house. It was pretty cool. So, Wow. There's a little story. But listeners, Jane Aldridge is, uh, is quite an air show fan. She was pretty jazzed about <laughs> it. I mean, they're cool, it. yeah. <laughs> but anyway, regime de fleur. No, 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 because you were just talking about uh, Denny's Goths. Oh, yeah, that does make let's, sense. Let's talk about the new studio juice from Diaz and Durga, which is called Salem Gothic. This uh, just came out today. Yeah, I mean, this what was this makes this their like 50th release in I the could past not, like another, three years. Another <laughs> Diaz and Durga release. But hey, this one actually sounds fun. This one sounds really, really cool. Will you read the, uh, the little yeah, spiel? Yeah, there's, there's Violet, Baby's Breath, Cold Ocean, Calla Lily, Yarrow, Witch Hazel, Leachin, Amber, and Sandalwood, and I guess David, the main perfumer, DS of DS and Durga, 
grew up kind of a, a goth kid in Salem, Massachusetts. And uh, he has a nice little story about it. You can go read about it. But I don't know, as, as studio scents go, pricey, probably wouldn't. 250. Yeah. 250. It's a pretty cool idea. Uh, I like yeah. It. He says that it's Salem Goth- Gothic is a perfume for all the purple haired freaks who hung out in cemeteries and haunted shipyards but still love their Dunkin' iced coffee. Yeah. So, I mean, I want to know what that smells like. I do too. I do too. I wish there was a way we could sample those, but of course, you know, we can't. New York privileges. Yes, New York privileges. Yeah. Going back to the regime de fleurs, because I am really excited about the idea of this fragrance. I really like regime de fleurs. Yeah, it's called a brutalist tuberose. That's how it's described online. I mean, we just went through our tuberose spring and summer. We're all about the tuberose. Like, I think we're committed to life. Yeah. We're tuberose now. But just as we were thinking like, oh, maybe we're going to transition to something else because it's fall, it's winter. We had our tuberose spring and summer, kind of looking at these, you know, we have this idea about our vanilla, incense vanillas, and we love our ambers, and you're really into patchouli lately. And then all of a sudden you get a brutalist tuberose, and I'm being pulled back in a little bit. A brutalist tuberose by Dominique Robion with intense hits of vetiver on the top, middle, and heart. Yeah, that's... uh... That's calling me a little bit. Yeah. So we've got grapefruit rind, violet leaves, vetiver, tuberose absolute, vetiver heart, freesia, ditax wood, um, more vetiver concentrate in the base, and leather. I mean, that sounds amazing. Yeah, it really. It kind of, to me, continues on a little bit of leather petals. And I mean, I know I mean leather petals different. is so good. That is really, really good. Yeah. And uh, I wonder how this pivots from there because of course you're dealing a little bit with more with white florals here i want to get a sample yeah ASAP. i've been a really big fan of pretty much everything that regime de fleur does there's a few where i have like maybe a problem with the longevity but it's such a solid line yeah and cool brand and just a shout out to smell you later's podcast she did an interview on there a few episodes ago and um the founder and I thought that was one of the better interviews of, in general by a brand in, in the fashion space, in the beauty space. She was very honest about running the business and the ups and downs and the commitments you have to make. And it was just a fascinating, especially about kind of the idea of niche fragrances and luxury fragrances. It's mm-hmm. a really cool interview and um, made me just a bigger fan. That's on Perfume Room? Uh, smell you later. Okay. I'll, I'll definitely listen to that. I know you told me and I haven't had a chance yeah. to listen yet. And then another new release that's kind of intriguing me that just, I think was, I don't know if it was announced today, but I first saw it today, is Vanilla Adesia by Electimus. Yeah. I yeah. saw a Valerie at Niche Sampler talking about it, and I saw Brandon with uh, Brand Sense talking about it. It's Cecile Zerokian, who, of course, made Ani and Material, and my personal fave, Mellow Yellow, um, by uh, Astrophil and Stella. Yeah. Uh, Ani, so what's going on with this Electimus Vanilla? Well, I just, I'm going to read you the copy because I feel that best captures the idea of it. Okay. The opulent creation is a cornucopia of the gastronomical delights of creamy vanilla, exotic fruits, citrus, bitter almond, seasoned with exotic spices like cinnamon and pink pepper. Um, it also has some along along and heliotrope, which I know you would love. <laughs> uh, sweet rose centifolia, 
And uh, there's a carnal base of amber, musk, leather, gourmand, and woody accents. Okay, well, it sounds like there's a hell of a lot more going on than just vanilla. Yeah. So I would be curious to try this. Yeah. Okay, but I have a little complaint with this brand. The bottles? The bottles, they're, they're nice. They feel amazing in your hands, but I feel like the price point, half of what you're paying for is the bottles. Yeah, I don't love the bottles, to be honest. I, I mean, they're tacky. To my to my eye, let me just be real. But I can see how some people like really like that, you know. Now, to me, that's brutalist. Like it's such a like a thick glass, and you got the gold, and it's heavy, and it's just yeah. It reminds me of like when you're watching a a cartoon with uh the the cartoon supervillains lair. Yeah, and that's the big badge behind his throne. Yeah, and yeah. he has like some souped up car with like similar decals on it. I don't know. <laughs> the bottles are a lot for me. Yeah. But this, you know, the few that I've smelled, you could tell there's there's obviously great effort and expense going into their fragrances, which is is really cool. And I I really love the fragrances I mentioned, like Nashane's uh, Ani and Amouage's Material, and of course Esterfil and Stella's Mellow Yellow. Jeff's lying. He's not such an Ani fan. He has an I go back on and, and off forth. relationship. I do have with a very Ani. on and off, but I appreciate its beauty. Okay. Yeah, I'll say that. Yeah. <laughs> the other day, I guess yesterday, there was a little story frame on a certain social account that we both love and appreciate that is, uh, I'm assuming, an a release date for the much-anticipated Then Wild Mercury's New York collection. Okay, so say that again. Then Wild Mercury is finally going to be <laughs> releasing their new New York City inspired collection. I guess, because it's just a, a, a frame that says, you know, the date, um, Friday, October 6th, 12 p.m. Pacific. That's all it says. Oh my God, that's all? It's all. There's been a lot of lead up to this. But, you know, the lead up, I, I looked back recently because we were talking about it. I was like, man, when is that going to come out? And I looked at one of their last mentions of it and it did say autumn and it was autumn's like what September twenty second or twenty ninth or something like that. I can't remember when it starts. Yeah, we've had the autumn equinox. Yeah, I think. It, yeah, yeah, we have. Um, okay, well, that's very exciting because I have been anticipating the Then Wild Mercury release for some time, as I know many people have. I think that Kathleen's been teasing this for like over a year. Yeah, and we've seen the campaign images. It looks very cool and sexy. Very appropriate for Then Wild Mercury. So I, I can't wait to see um, how many scents there are. I assume I it might be four. Four. Yeah. Like they have the Los Angeles line and now they're going to have the four new New York City line. So I can't wait to see what, what they are. I can't even begin to guess. I, I'm excited. I have no doubts they'll be great and I can't wait to sample them. And I'm very excited for them. But I can't imagine like the buildup once those things go live knowing that they, they work so hard to fulfill all those orders and they do yeah, it themselves, gonna that's going to be... They are going to be slammed. I'm going to order one. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So I guess, um, you know, given that their Los Angeles-inspired line is very, like, green and aromatic and more hippie, I, I would imagine that the New York City line is going to be a lot more like leather, patchouli, and grunge, which is more us anyway. Yeah, So yeah. I'm, I'm super excited. I hope there's some like plastic elements and, you know, just some kind of like late Oh yeah, like 70s. Andy Warhol factory. Yeah, you know, 
Yeah, I think it's. Uh, cool. I'm really excited, and I will be tuning in on uh, this Friday, which is the day this episode will go live. So listen to us first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we're we're the By episode the time will be you're ready hearing in the this, You will know. Yeah. Do we want to talk about uh, why we were lost, locked out of our house due to the heat and the air conditioning? We did take some time to kind of go through some uh, sample sets and just some fragrances and to, to review. And one of those was uh, Potions and Remedies by Penelegance. That is their collection that they have been uh, kind of pushing for the last month. It's new. Um, we have started to hear a couple of people's opinions on it. I think I had mentioned that I was really into the marketing, really into yeah, the, the packaging. Yeah, bottles are cool. Yeah, and great noses behind so many of these fragrances. We were really excited to try them, so we wanted to tell you guys just quickly our thoughts on each of them. There are five in the collection. Yes. Starting with um, Liquid Love, which was their kind of a spicy rose scent. Yeah. And it's very, uh, you know, it's very dewy. There's some pineapple juice. There's a little bit of a cashmere and base. Um, it's okay. You know, it's, to me, it starts off very rosy. And then that kind of drops a little bit. Then it kind of get that kind it of... It has a musky, gingery, yeah. peppery. Yeah, the notes are kind of interesting. To me, it smelled a bit like a fruity hibiscus tea with rose petals in it. But I guess it's actually like a lot of ginger and pepper and like turmeric. Um, yeah, not not totally amazing. I wish the longevity was more. We gave it a yeah, three. It faded we, really quickly. Yeah, we gave that one a three out of five. Um, and moving on to Balm of Calm. What did you think about that one? Well, um it's very much kind of pattern after a Gris Charnel, but very watered down. And um, it's it's pleasant. It's a nice sandalwood. But again, and I think this is very common for a lot of Penhaligans, that there's just kind of, it fades very quickly. There's not much projection. And to me, that that's an issue because... These yeah. are like $250, $275. Yeah, it's the know, one so. like it was one of the ones where I felt like I had to literally touch my nose to my skin to smell it. It did not project at all. And if you're going to spend that kind of money, Hell sure no. I yeah. I mean, it, it's hard to anything that, that resembles as close as this is to that kind of Gris Charnel, kind of sandalwood, tea, cardamom. I mean, right. We've and we've had this experience a couple of times on the podcast, smelling things where it's like this is trying to be like Gris Charnel, but Gris Charnel's the OG, you know. Yeah, it's just. I mean, especially when you're getting into this kind of price range, it's like just buy the the big gun because it, you're going to be so much happier. Okay, and we gave Bomb of Calm a rating of two out of five. Oof. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, we're honest. Uh, next on the list was Vravra Voom. Which was very nice, a very enjoyable, light, woody citrus scent. Kind of reminded you a little bit of the Ethereal Wave by Yeah, Lise. which I've been wearing so much lately. I've, yeah. I've put a massive dent in that bottle. Um, but it does have that like kind of nice, sharp, bergamot, clean musk and woods thing going on. Um, it also has that kind of like stone fruit uh, meets suede, a little bit of a dried, grassy uh, quality that you, I, I did a video recently about Bibliotech by Byredo and Violet Hay by Marissa Zappas. They have that and how they kind of mix those together to create this kind of real soft suede accord. And uh, it has that. Um, I did like this one a lot better in the previous two. 
Yeah. Vrava Voom got a three and a half out of five. Yes. Moving on to Kiss of Bliss. This was the sweet spot in the collection for us. Yes. This had like an amazing opening that stay with me here. It smelled so much like Elnet hairspray. And I think we've talked about this on the podcast before because <laughs> we do love Elnet. And I have always felt that the, the, the fragrance of Elnet is, I don't know, just it's just something that speaks to me. If it wasn't so sticky, I'd probably wear it. <laughs> I've heard that like that that no it might be the clover in this scent I could, oh. I could be totally off base I don't know but anyway that um that really sharp elnet opening does die down and it goes in a crazy unexpected direction with all of this like sweet powdery matcha tea and like almond candy notes that are coming from the heliotrope yeah, it's really warm. It's kind of nutty and warm. Very nutty. It, nutty just, is the it's word. It's a really cool scent. Which, like, how do you go from Elnet to, like, nutty delicious? Yeah. It's a crazy ride. But the base has, like, a lot of patchouli, but a lot of soft musk, too. So that soft musk and those sweet powdery notes are just amazing. I agree. It's, yeah, it really was our favorite of the collection. And that is one that... You know, Penhaligon, Babylon is always one that's a, on my want list for in general. That's a super nutty one, too. I really actually. like that fragrance. Um, and it could be something that could come up in our vanilla episode that yeah, we talk about because it, it is a, it's a great vanilla. I also like Cairo a lot. And I don't know if this one would supplant them, but it'd be pretty close. I'd be, I really I found would, this interesting. You know, the next time we do like an assessment of our want list, I mm -hmm. would want this one up on there for us to try and compare because i will say about kiss of bliss i haven't smelled anything like this no it no, was a it was, wild yeah. ride it was totally unique i i don't feel like any of these notes are a combination of notes that i encounter a lot so this was awesome we gave it a, a four out of five did i say that already i think it's worth saying again if you four did. out of five this was really good uh and then i think everyone was maybe most excited about the last we one. certainly were Oda Audacity. Yeah. The Dominique Ropion Spicy Vanilla. And Jeff, what uh, are your thoughts? Great, great name. Um, you know, it's we've talked about this and and this will again come up probably in our vanilla thing, is like we were already getting Baby Cat, which we this gets compared to a lot, both Dominique Ropion and you know you get a little bit Frankincense of Frankincense van vanilla yeah you get all the kind of and a little bit of the leather from the saffron kind of feel um but then always lurking in that kind of smoky vanilla world for especially for us is Lunfeline and mm -hmm. it's just kind of again it's like when you compare something like when you're when you're thinking about baby cat uh, which now we know a lot more of and you think of Lunfeline which we love you try something in that same realm, it's hard to compete. And that's what I, I just felt like, yeah, it was fine. But it's not anything that I would really rank very high. Or, um, It had some problems for me. Yeah. The Tonka came off very waxy. And those waxy elements were kind of actually clashing or, or maybe overpowering some of those warm, yummy vanilla aspects. I got more like sticky wax. And there's also ambergris in this scent which then, you yeah. know it's there yeah and it can it for me it threw the scent off 
That I would say, yeah, because it, to me, the ambergris has a way of being, you know, very present and salty and sea air, but it can kind of create this like pocket of air in all these other, which all these other like dense notes. Interesting observation. I don't know. It's like, it's almost can create, I don't know, like I said, like this little pocket of nothingness. I don't know. I actually... That is such a good way to put it. Yeah. I, I know exactly what you mean. When I remember this fragrance, yeah. Yeah, so it's like you have all this waxy vanilla and leather, and you have these, you know, but those are all heavy, dense things, but they're kind of pushed to the side because there's this air bubble in the middle of it. And um, I don't know. That's the way it I, felt for I me. actually like that is such a perfect description. I think if anyone goes and smells this, they will know exactly what you're talking about. That is such a genius way to put it. Well, we ended up giving that one a two and a half out of five. It's not not the yummy dark vanilla we were hoping for. Uh, yeah, but oh well. Kiss of Bliss. I'm all about that. Kiss of Bliss was awesome. I really like that. Well, do you want to talk about our witchy scents? Or... Yeah, yeah. Okay, so since it's October, we've had the autumn equinox. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I asked Jeff what his like October spooky witchy or in his case warlock sense would be <laughs> it's just like the least witchy person I know. yeah I, was, I, was, I want to preface this by saying you know at this time of year I always kind of just think about like I know so many people that just really love Halloween and this kind of stuff and I grew up in a family where it just wasn't it wasn't that we didn't celebrate it it just wasn't one of those things that we You're did. a Christmas guy. I'm a Christmas guy. My family is Christmas people. We love Thanksgiving. But the the two other big ones that it seems like I've always been around people who love is like Easter and uh Halloween and we mm. just didn't care about those. My family's pretty into Halloween. And yeah, very. To, yeah, <laughs> I'd say so. We were staying at my dad's house and there's like piles of skeletons all over his kitchen just like stacked Getting up. Getting ready like, for installation. <laughs> while our yeah. baby's hanging out. Yeah. I mean, he wins awards yeah, for he has the, his decorations. So He's it's, super into Halloween. Yeah. But yeah, I was never anyone. It just, it, I didn't dress up very often and it just never entered in my frame of mind. So when I never really... I never really think of that kind of stuff, but I was kind of excited about this because as you explore fragrances as much as we do, there are definite fragrances that just kind of trigger those those spooky, witchy, I mean, warlock vibes. When you love incense and patchouli like yeah. we do. Okay, so what did you choose? Well, recently I made a blind buy. We had, um, you had given or uh, put a La, Bot La Botica fragrance in the... Um, in the, the game. Yeah. I, th I can't even remember what that one was. It was like Casablanca or something like that? Yeah, it was like Casablanca. That. Yeah, and loved it. Which I thought it was awesome. a really cool fragrance. And I really like the brand, and it, it, people should go check out the brand. It's a really cool brand. Uh, they're out in New York. I noticed they had one called Flor de Selva, and it had these kind of like woodsy notes and some ambery notes and it just sounds in some really cool florals and i thought man this is this sounds like my kind of fragrance so i blind bought it and uh received it and it's a lot more challenging than i anticipated and uh but it immediately yeah it was shocking <laughs> it's shockingly challenging not in an unpleasant way not in an aggressive like weird notes way it's just so green mm -hmm. so foresty so sharp 
with those things. It's so sharp. It only gives, it almost like this will really put people off. I don't want to say like, I really enjoy this fragrance. It almost gives off, gives off little ammonia vibes. Yeah, but it definitely was not what you want to wear or smell when it's 108 degrees out no. when we received it. It's more like a 30 degree. Yeah, so <laughs> every now and then I go into our cabinet and it's kind of up in the front in its placement right now. And so I'll just kind of smell it a little bit. And it's it's I really enjoy it. I'm really starting to get used to it. But the one thing that always triggers to me is it really does smell like that kind of witch in the woods to me. And um, like I said, it's very green. It's very sprucey. And it feels like it feels cold, like a cold wind coming in. And it's just kind of like, I don't know, feel like I'm lost in the trail out in the woods a little bit with it. And there's something following me. And uh, so it's kind of spooky. Oh, no, I'm so scared for you. I know. Um, speaking of thin wild mercury, I always feel like whiskey, 1969. Mm-hmm. That to me is very like 60s Carlos Castaneda shamanistic kind of like vibe to me. I don't know. There's a certain powdery and no, very like incense-y. I, I, I think when I, I think of it, I think of like, you know, you meet somebody at the Whiskey Go-Go and you guys have a great time and they're like, hey, let's go to this party afterwards. And there's like a shaman doing ritual stuff. But you know, true to that era, there's probably some like creepy Manson guy at this party as well. Ooh, I love so it's it. just like, yeah, I don't know. That's what I get when I wear whiskey. And, um, but it feels very kind of like shaman y to me. I would watch this horror movie. Yeah. I mean, I, I think that uh, there's a spookiness <laughs> to it. You need to write this. The, the ghosts of, uh, of LA past and whiskey 1969. And then finally, uh, we talked about it not too long ago, not in this sense, but Amber Teutonic to me is a very like, I know that when I think of witches and warlocks and this time of year, it's a very absurdist, cartoonish version of that type of stuff. So I'm thinking of like the witch in the woods with the cauldron brewing and bubbling up and there's a steamy, there's all kinds of like pine needles on the ground and a cold fog coming in and that's what Amber Teutonic smells like to me. It just, it always smells, it smells like something like Stevie Nicks would have worn too, you know, in, in like a video where she's dancing around black lace, you know, scarves and stuff. I can see it. Yeah. So. Man, I love Amber Teutonic. I do too. And the nice thing about that is it's very Hansel and Gretel too, because there's a sweetness to it. That is no, like absolutely yeah, that maple so. syrup note. I love the Hansel and Gretel so, comparison. Yeah. Again, back to the woods and witches and the same like I said, cartoonish with this stuff. So <laughs> uh what'd you have? Well, for, I loved hearing your take. I, you. I know you're not a spooky October person. And Can I make a prediction? Okay. I feel like because there's some that I feel like are givens in our collection. I, yeah, I feel we like have some obvious ones. And I've always talked about it is um oh god, what is the the Mask Milano? Romanza. Okay, I didn't do Romanza. Oh, I, I thought Romanza. you were gonna do Romanza. See, yeah, and the other one I was gonna say is Runholtz, but um. Okay, I almost chose that one, but then I was started thinking outside the box. See, that's you always keep me guessing. That's why I love about you. <laughs> Okay, well, you're you're not going to be surprised by the first one, which is Oud Palau. I almost picked that. I mean, what what's more witchy than that? Because it is a rose oud scent, and the oud here, 
you know, you really can smell the rot that is the oud here. It <laughs> smells like a wet, rotting forest. But it's it's beautiful. It's absolutely stunning. It is very animalic, but and there's the rose there is very soft and romantic with all of the tobacco and the labdanum. The labdanum makes it feel actually it actually makes it feel quite expensive and luxurious to me. It feels very October too. It's extremely October and I actually bought it in October. Oh, really? And yeah. if, I have a very powerful personal relationship with Oud Palau. You do. Every time that I've worn it, I've had really good things happen to me. I've made some of my strongest artwork. And I even last month, I was in my studio like crazy. I, was, I wore Oud Palau for a lot of it. And I just had like all of these amazing experiences. Which so, was risky because it was so hot. But yeah, it worked I mean, anyway. I was inside the whole time. Um, but yeah, the reason I put it on is because it just like puts me in my happy creative place. So not only is Oud Palau a witchy smelling scent to me, to me, it also has real witchy power. So it's got to be my number one. Yeah. Um, second of all, and this is one that's like, hello, obviously this is a witchy scent. Geist by La Curie. Oh, yeah. Which is an incredible scent that I really would encourage anyone who likes patchouli or witchy scents to check out. Because this is like salted chocolate, black ink, patchouli, and wet cobblestones. Yeah, for those chocolatey, uh, someone, had, we mentioned Psychedelic last time. And yes. we received some yes. comments and mentions about just like, and you did a, a TikTok and an a Instagram reel about. And so many people were like, Psychedelic is the best. Yeah, and chocolatey patchoulis, and tell us more about patchoulis. Geist is a great one. And it, yeah. you know, look, La Curie is a really cool brand. And, um, and talk about, yeah, gothy, witchy. It's like, and the liquid itself is like almost black. Yeah. And there's Timlock in it. Oh. Hello. Yeah. It is, that is a great, great. It's know. fantastic. Like the, the more I wear it, the more I think, you know, I need to wear this more. And I am so glad that we have this. Yeah. It's so creative. It's, there's really nothing in our collection like it. And I don't encounter things like it. No, so it's, it's really unique. Tense. Um, Third one, where I was thinking I might do rune holes because that's a, Rundholz Mars 2022. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I thought about that one because it's obviously witchy. But thinking outside the box, you know, your Christmas guy, Kim Novak in the movie Bell, Book, and Candle. Yes. She's my the, favorites. Yeah, she's the best witch. So we love that movie. We watch it every Christmas. But she's a witch. And I started thinking, like, what would she smell like? And just going through our perfume cabinet, thinking about this question. I found myself reaching for Maggie the Cat by Marissa oh. Zalthus. What is the name of the cat in the movie? Pie Wacket. Pie Wacket. And I know, like, you're probably thinking, you know, she's just associating Maggie the Cat with Bell Book and Candle because of the cat. But no, I honestly think, like, the... No, it makes perfect sense, yeah. The old, old world soft glamour of Maggie the Cat and that solar note in it that always reminds me of, like, lighted out stage lights it reminds me of like maybe what those technicolor sets were like well and plus kind of a beatnik vibe to it as well yeah and yeah yeah but i i think that maggie the cat just smells like a perfume that a woman who gets everything that she wants would wear i also want i think that we should write marissa and say like we need a bell book and candle scent. Oh yes, we do. And people, if you have not seen Bell Book and Candle, see it, please. It's, it's our it's, favorite it Christmas movie. It is a great, movie. great, great. Besides Jimmy Stewart, Paddington. Kim Novak, 
Um, geez, why am I not thinking of his name? Uh, Jack Lemmon. Yeah, yeah. Um, it is such a good, good film. Yeah, I can't wait to watch it this and year. It's beautifully shot. There's some such great scenes. It's yeah, it's a really cool film. Um, great selections. Well, great selections for you too. You you also really thought outside the box. I almost went with Tempo by Diptyque. Yeah, that's definitely Warlocky. It's on the tray right now, it's and it's a just, little in the sexy professor category, though. Yeah, I felt like well, and plus whiskey was kind of you know the the brown, the kind of earthiness. It, it kind of I felt like whiskey captured more of what I was thinking of. Mm-hmm. Um. But speaking of, we're going to do a little tease here, because speaking of kind of earthy, witchy, cosmic, incredible sense, we've been thinking about kind of doing side episodes. Like a mini episode. Where we focus on certain brands or certain topics specifically. Yeah, we just go in deep. Yeah. Recently, we were uh, given the opportunity to test out a lot of Aesop fragrances because yeah. we mentioned not too long ago, especially Jane had mentioned that Aesop is just, there's so many good scents. We went into the store not too long ago and kind of went through them all and, and we love Wall. Yeah, you had asked me on the show, like, what three brands are you crushing on? Mm-hmm. And my third one that I emphasized most was Aesop. Yeah. And the brand manager for Aesop reached out to us and was like, so glad that you like Aesop. Do you want to try the whole range? Since yes. We don't do samples. And uh, which, yeah. And, and so we were excited and received those. And while we were over at your dad's house living and uh, just waiting for our AC to be fixed, uh, was, we reviewed the whole line. We went through the whole line and we've been wearing them a lot since we received them as yeah. well. And so we're working on doing a full just side episode of those. And then probably in the few, near future, some other. Uh, brands and topics as well yeah when we have something that would run too long for the opening of this podcast then we will do a mini-sode on it well yeah and and also i think the one thing we always talked about and the reason why we started this podcast is we love talking about fragrance at length and sometimes videos on instagram yeah, i and do TikTok. always feel like kind of rushed in the beginning of the show yeah. leading up to the game and we we just need to be able to ramble along yeah um but- Speaking of getting on with it, can we talk about our sense of the week that we wore? Yes. Would you like to start? No, you go. You uh, go. Well, Jasmine Fove. Talked about it before. You brought it in for the game. Got it at a nice price. Yes, and, you did. And, and this um, is Jasmine Fove by Ex Nihilo. Uh, yes. Um, it is, again, Tuberose, jasmine, white florals that we've been living with for months. Um, this is just, it's just so explosively good. But It's insane. The nice thing about it to me is it explores kind of the dark, nutty, murky side of those flowers. There's a lot of richness to it. It's almost humid. And no, yeah. um, it's as dynamic and amazing as like carnal flowers. It's just you don't have the brightness or the florals or the, or the melons and things like that. It's just, I love it. I can't, I've worn it so many times in the past week. Um, again, it's Aurelien Gouchard, who famously is Metier Premier. And um, I don't know, he's right up there with uh, Rodrigo for me in terms yeah, of people who- For uh, sure. Uh, uh, of noses. And I don't know. So it's Lily of the Valley, Jasmine, Tuberose, Orange Blossom, and Broxen, and Leather. And you get every bit of every one of those things. And it's just a truly luxurious experience. Okay, I was wearing Jasmine Fove uh, last week, 
and the dry down for me was heavenly because you still get those white florals but like four hours into the wear the dry down is so animalic on me and, yeah and not just a leathery way it has like little facets that are almost like ambilux by mm -hmm. marlou paris mm -hmm. territory i don't know if you got it as strongly as it it went on my skin but i love that experience this trend just transition from super powerful white florals to the dirty animalics that it's slow it catches you by surprise and you know how leather especially when it's mixed with like an like ambroxan or some of those kind of uh animalic notes can get a little dry this mm -hmm. never gets dry it always stays like this the, the buttery richness of those white florals i don't know it's Too just true. so good um next so glad you bought that was uh probably a top five fragrance for me and that's molecule one plus iris by centric molecules i mean it's iso e super and iris there's nothing more nothing less it's just it's it's a powerhouse it's great on its own it makes me it's a comfort scent to me as a layering scent it makes everything better including jasmine fove mm -hmm. uh it's just it's so nice and i i, I don't know it, it's i'm never i'm always in the mood to wear it and i think it's one of those scents that when in doubt i'll just grab that and put that on and i'm happy and go on my day and it's just the perfect scent for me yeah if if you ask me like Jane, you have to buy a fragrance for a complete stranger and they have to love it. I would only choose Molecule O1 plus Iris. There's yeah. nobody who's not going to like it. Yeah, because it's like, it's, it's creamy, but it's not too creamy. It's powdery Iris, but it's not too powdery. It's, you know, anybody can wear it. It's, it's just so... It projects like hell. It's an it eau really de toilette and it is so strong. Yeah. Uh, finally, and this is where I think our crossover uh, will, will end up being, and this is a true legendary Jane scent for legend in terms of our, you in know, our relationship. We, in our world. Um, Between these seven two bales, podcasters. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's uh, Seven Veils by Pyredo. R.I.P., you know, no this longer being made. damn. But it's... Uh, I don't know. It's sweet. It's fruity. It's one that I didn't always love. But fruity. over the years, it's just kind of you've worn it and the florals, the sweet and the fruitiness all kind of go with this crazy powdery note. It ends up in this, it just has this kind of like resonating powdery note that's almost smoky. And it does kind of remind me of, you know, having drinks with the, uh, young fashion lady and smoking cigarettes on a bar patio. That was a lot of our relationship that for a long time. That was definitely the early days when you were wearing <laughs> seven veils. Um, but it just, it smells like that. It smells like that old I think those are personal memories. You, yeah, you used to have, and it's, but it's, you know, it has vanilla, carrot, pink pepper, sandalwood, orchid, wisteria, and rose. And mm -hmm. again, you get kind of a tour through all of that, but it's that, that kind of, pulsating powdery note that's always there that things like eyes closed by Byredo later in the years mm -hmm. wishes it had man no kidding like i also have seven veils on my sense of the week this week and i wearing it it smells as if i just bought it yesterday 
there's, it does. It's almost 10 years old and there's no degradation in quality. But also, I have to wonder, like, is it better than my other Byredo scents just in terms of the materials? I don't know. It had this just strength, punch, clarity that other Byredo scents that I've smelled lately just don't have. Yeah. And I'm so, like, smelling it, I'm so glad that I have it. Um, It really... It, it stood out and the powdery facet is so strong in it, which, you know, I can understand why when I first started wearing it, you were like, I don't like that. It's, it is uh, something that maybe could like flare allergies for some people, literally. It's a very powder forward, but it's a perfume perfume. Like it, it, it yes. is made in the way that those scents were made back in 2008, 2010, wherever, where they were reaching for that luxury crowd. Mm-hmm. They were niche. They were an independent perfumers and in, in house uh-huh. at that time, and they were just kind of like, "Here's why you're spending the money." And, Completely. Yeah, and it's just it does it does feel a little different than the modern iterations. So. Completely, yeah. It does not feel like a modern perfume. Actually, yeah. it does not smell anything like Shalimar at all. But it has a fucking. Oh, do people compare it? Then? No, no, no. I said oh. it doesn't smell like Shalimar at all, but it has a presence like Shalimar. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Don't yeah. you agree? Yes. Yeah. So. Yeah. It, wow. Okay, I didn't even think to make that connection, but yeah, yeah it does. Yeah, it, it fills a room. I mean, you sprayed it one spray today just to kind of uh, gather your thoughts on it, and it filled the damn house. It, uh, it you know, and again, I'm being sappy here, but it's it just like when I smell it, it does remind me of, you know, eight 20, years ago. Or, yeah, James. it just it just feels like, and it, and it's just like, oh, that's nice. You know? Yeah. Um. Okay. So seven veils. What else did you wear? This is stupid. It's stupid. <laughs> um, so we were kicked out of our house uh, quickly when when we discovered uh, our AC was broken. Had to like, you know, get our child out in the middle of the night, transition him to my dad's house. It was a screaming nightmare. It was very stressful. Um, not a very glamorous situation. Why did I throw in like several samples of Midnight Special by Ex Nihilo in my makeup <laughs> bag? I don't know. That was my scent of choice to handle this very stressful and unglamorous situation. There could not be a scent less suited to this occasion because Midnight Special is so intensely opulent. There's just not another word for it. It's an oud rose with lots of saffron, but for me, the salient quality in this is the grapefruit jelly note mm. because it's so sweet and sort of sour that it actually like makes my mouth water to smell. And it filled the entire nursery, the makeshift nursery that Henry was staying yeah. in, which was it was a disaster. Like I pulled the the single twin bed that was in there. I pulled the mattress on the floor. There was like diapers and burp cloths, baby stuff everywhere. So to like walk into that room and like be hit with like the most glamorous over the top fragrance <laughs> was just like, what the hell is going on here? Um, but it smelled so good. And it honestly was like that dopamine hit that I needed in an incredibly crappy situation. So I don't know, like, do I need a bottle of this maybe? Yeah, I, you know, I, I say yes, because I don't know. You I always support, say yes. You support me. I support you. But it is it is funny, like, because you don't think about, I mean, thinking about how that all went down at first. I mean, it wasn't like crazy, crazy. But it wasn't the worst. Any, but... Anytime you have to move a baby 
he screamed for who, hours. Yeah, who doesn't, who has a hard time going to sleep anyway, yeah. you know, and then you move him to an entirely new situation in a crappy makeshift little, you know. And a bed he's never slept in before. Yeah, and, and it it's just a, like, so it's all, you do. Thank God we it, had a travel crib. It is uh, one of those things where it's like, you're in the midst of all that and you're just going to like, okay, well, I guess we're situated and he'll settle down and it's like, oh, what are you wearing again? Oh, that's nice. <laughs> you know? So, but we lived to tell about it. It was a fun yeah. thing and uh, it certainly makes you appreciative of air conditioning. Definitely. Uh, last one, I'm going to be like super redundant and lame here, but it's another fruity saffron rose scent, which is Slow Explosions by Imaginary oh. Authors. Which is criminally underrated. Yes. This is so good. I um, actually wore it layered with Baby Cat on Monday because we got Baby Cat. Shout out Trey for Thank being you, our Trey. connection, bringing us home a bottle of Baby Cat uh, from his trip to London. Thank you so much. Um, it's amazing. We will talk about it later. But I did wear Baby Cat layered with slow explosions and it was just delicious. Yes. I feel like I've been wearing baby cat layered with everything that I've wear. <laughs> We're so excited to have it. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah, slow explosions is one. It, it's it's one of those fragrances you have in your collection. We bought it years ago. You bought it. I was like, what is this? Yeah, and you're like, right. it's slow explosions. And I'm like, oh, damn. They had like a promotion. And I was like, oh, I'm going to do this. And I really liked it because we had a sample of it. And it's one that I don't think about as much as I should. But then when we wear it or you wear it, because you really do like to wear it um it's rose it it's just kind of like man why don't we wear this all the time why isn't this always on the tray because it's really really why good. isn't it like the most well-known imaginary author scent i don't get yeah. that because it's it's pretty animalic and the saffron note gives the leather like this amazing sort of stinky gasoline quality that i love but then that that juxtaposition with the crisp apple note in it mm. is just so good so underrated more people need to know about slow explosions. Yes, definitely. Change. And they have a great sampling program and sample set. Definitely worth checking out. And the price point, too. I feel like slow explosions is an amazing fragrance for what you're paying. And to finish up, and before we get to the game, yes, we received Baby Cat. And I know we're talking about like it's the greatest scent that ever was made. And it is very much of vanilla incense, which isn't revolutionary, but there is just something about it. I mean, as we're wearing it every day. It's good. <laughs> it's just good. So, you know, whether or not somebody wants to go out of their way to get their own bottle or, do, you know, I, I wouldn't pay like eBay prices for it. No. But it's fun to have something like this. And it and it's, it's, uh, it is so good. And it does, it's, it works with a lot. You can layer it with a ton of stuff. It lasts forever. Yeah. It really does. Um, but I'm really happy because I, you know, we had the 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 sample or the decant, and it's like you get a good feel for it. But just like now, you can just spray it willy nilly. Yeah, that's it's right. Like, oh, it was man, like this is we were, awesome. We we're just like so careful with our sprays before, and now yeah. we can just go nuts. Now you can because really we have like the 125 it. mil bottle, right? Yeah, we have the big the, boy. It's yeah. like 4.2 ounces or something like that. Just go nuts. So, go to town. Yeah, but um, all right, let's get to the game. Okay, who wants to go first? Um, I think you gave me a fragrance first last time, so we'll start with me. Okay. All right. I have just handed Jane her first fragrance of the game. This is spicy, vanillic, woodsy, 
some kind of um what I've been describing lately is like nose tickly tar notes. Yeah. Um warm amber base. Is there like a ton of vanilla here? It's so yes. so yummy. Um, this smells great. It also smells very high quality. I feel like I'm really getting um strong raw ingredients. It's, yes. It's very um very pleasant and exciting to smell. It's smoldering hot. This is a um depths of hell level heat that I'm smelling. Yeah, it is definitely a fall winter scent. Yeah, colors that are coming up for this, I'm actually painting this this painting of like a bear holding a donkey mask right now and it's like rust and beige and gray and dark brown and burnt red and this feels like that um where do i envision wearing this listen i'm just a mom at home <laughs> and this is how i want to smell all the time like really it's it's cozy but it's got a bite to it this has fangs it's yeah um However, you know, I'm a weird fragrance person. You know, I'm enjoying this. I'm going to wear it every day. I can see how a normal person smelling, I think anybody would be pretty impressed with the smell. The vanilla makes it widely appealing. Um, I can see how maybe it would be a little bit much for the average person. It's quite smoky. Um, if I was not a fragrance weirdo, I would wear this on a hot date maybe to go to a bar to meet someone new and exciting if I was out single. You'd wear this on a date. Well, I'm it's weird. Not. I'm weird. Would you wear it on a date? You know, maybe. No, I probably wouldn't. I probably wouldn't wear it on a date. I would wear it on like a third or fourth date. Because what did you wear on our third and fourth date? Oh, I know. I would have wore absinthe for sure. <laughs> for sure. But yeah, I... I will say this is kind of, to me, a polarizing one for the line. Really? Some people really like it. Some people hate it. Um, is this a uh, perfume aroma? Because it's doing that lap. No, but yeah, I can, I can say. I'll say this. The uh, This was 2006 was when it was oh. uh, composed. Vintage. Anek Minardo, who did Aqua de Joe and, um, and Bois d'Argent. How about that? Yeah. Two big guns there. Yeah, and he has range. This is not like those. It's a, it's a she, but... Uh, oh, my God. Listen to me. Cancel me. You've canceled. I mean, I'm assuming. Maybe uh, I said Well, you said aqua de Yeah. Um, so I assumed male, because that's a male fragrance. Um, who would Man, wear We are the... getting in all kinds of trouble now. Cancel fragrophilia. <laughs> Aggressive. Um, who would wear this? Okay, can I say that this also does remind me of the Dev 2 yeah. from yeah. Olympic Orchids? It's yeah, the, that... the devil scent. Yes. Yeah, so or sleeping with the devil. Maybe Satan would wear this, but also a mom like me. <laughs> but also a mom like you painting bear paintings with masks. Yeah. Um, the bear has pitch. masks. I don't know, like painting. this smells like really high quality. It I, I want to emphasize that this... This smells very luxurious, very sumptuous. Like, can I give you the notes? Yeah, please. Patchouli, leather, birch, styrax, and vanilla. So you pretty much gave them all. Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, this is fantastic. What line is this? It's Le Labo. What? Yep. Patchouli okay. twenty-four. You shocked me to my core. I would never guess that this 
Really? Yeah. Well, you've been talking about how much you want to get into patchoulis. Well, I am into patchoulis. I'm... Well, yeah, sorry. But I mean, like... You're, I want to you're, buy more. <laughs> you're, having, you're having a moment where it's like, you know, we're, we're also touring Vincent or, or incense vanillas and things like that. But the other thing, after, you know, as we were talking about, going through white florals and kind of fresh <laughs> scents and colognes and stuff like that all summer and spring, now we want to get into those meaty kind of earthy... So, sorry, ambers. remind me the perfumer's name? Annette Minardo. Okay. I, I recognize her name from um, the Fra- Fra- Fragrantica page for some Le Labo scents. Yeah. You know, as patchouli lovers, I remember when we, you know, I've sampled it before, but, you know, whenever we go to Le Labo store, you know, it's always such a quick, it's, it's I don't know, it's a weird experience sometimes. The, the sample set is, uh, it allowed us to kind of really test them out and that was one that i've kind of sampled on my own a, few, a bit yeah i haven't played as, with the sample set it's as much so as smoky. you have it's so um, smoky i will say this smells great smells like pure quality i and i have been kind of bugging you about fiore de ambra and patchouli from profumum roma thinking that i want to buy maybe either of those in the next year or two you know maybe we need to kind of test those against what is this, Patchouli 24? Mm-hmm. Um, I love the number 24. Uh, we can compare them because I feel like this is maybe doing what both Fiore de Ambra and Patchouli from Perfumum Roma is doing at once. It is, um, but I love, I, I'm just going to say the Fiore de Ambra is like, I love that thing. Agree. Yeah. I, would, I love it more than I love this, but I love that you love this. And I think that I was surprised. I thought you would, I didn't think you'd like this. Well, I love that you chose it for me. Um, well, you good. didn't think I would like it? That's I didn't. Crazy. I think it was going to be a, a little too, I don't know. I didn't think you would like it necessarily. Do so you I, know it's, me? We're, we're coming up on our fifth wedding anniversary, sixth. Sixth? Goodness. Is it? Do you know me at all? Yeah, six. <laughs> um, all right, I'm ready. It's my turn. Okay. I have just sprayed Jeff his first sample from the game. He is smelling it blind. There's like a fruity saffron nuttiness to this. I really like it. It smells familiar. Like maybe I ordered this sample. <laughs> oh, wow. It's really nice. It's kind of what I want to be wearing at this this time of year, at least this, the idea of this time of year, where it's getting darker a little earlier. Um, there's some cooler breezes. It feels kind of candy-ish too, a little bit, like praline or mm. you know something like chocolate and caramel and peanuts or something like that together. It's, it's which I guess is technically praline, but um, ah, it smells so. There's something warm. The color that comes to mind is kind of like a red-orange, a little bit of brown. It's very fall leaves on the ground kind of color. What setting do you see wearing this? At Thanksgiving or um, a Halloween party or some kind of just like you're, it's not a full-on just like 
we're drinking and you know having a good time it's more it's a little bit more polite mm. like i would wear this to um you know a, a work i think this is technically a sheep even though it doesn't feel like it that. feels fruitier than that you know like the, is okay, it, i'm sorry it's actually missing patchouli so it's not a sheep yeah i mean it's 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 not as kind of earthy and scratchy as sheeps can be and it's certainly not as it's powdery cr- it's very creamy right yeah it's very creamy it's very to me it's more of a i mean it's not a gourmand by any means do you want but, me to tell you what the notes are yeah narrowly bergamot bulgarian rose yeah you get the rose jasmine sandbok geranium vanilla amber and oak moss i don't really get the white florals but you definitely get the rose you do get the oak moss but it feels very kind of i smell mostly geranium that kind of spicy green rose to me yeah, I mean, it, there's a fruitiness to this that is goes beyond citrus. I think that's the Bulgarian rose. To me, yeah, that always has like a juicy. plummy, fruity, juicy yeah, facet. That, that, yeah, that's a, that's a great way to put it. Um, what season? I would say definitely this time, like going into fall, even to winter. May, may I smell it really quick? Because yeah. it's smelling like kind of almost edible. I like that you said praline. I really feel like that's yeah. it's a praline rose. It's not, it's not a, you know, when you said it's a sheep, it's not. Oh my god, that is actually really good. It's not gourmand by any means, but it has gourmand elements more to me than it does a sheep. Yeah, yeah, I you can know, see that. Sheep's, I kind of feel like they're for going out. They're you know golden age. They're you know going to an event. There's 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 a certain elegance and um, you know just luxury to them. This doesn't feel like that. This does not feel casual or cheap by any means this feels like yeah i would wear it going to someone's dinner party that's what it is to me like a dinner party scent um i feel like if i wore this around you you would really like it i would it's not too different from like a bibliotheque you know talking about that earlier or a violet hay or it doesn't have the the it's not as leathery as those and it's certainly not as hay as like violet pretty rosy but it's um it's really nice. Um, era, I mean, it feels very modern, but it could definitely be 80s because it's big. You know, like there's a lot to it. Oak moss too. Yeah. Um, who would wear this? I think anybody could wear it. I think if you put it out in front of just random people, it would probably, I would, I would think more women would probably go for it than men necessarily. Mm-hmm. Uh, um but I would wear this without hesitation. I wouldn't, you know, I would definitely wear this. And I would recommend it to anybody. Uh, own sampler pitch. Hmm. I can see this growing on you. Well, see, like the jasmine, it's not the floral side of the jasmine. It's the buttery kind of. Oh, corn I, chip? Not quite all the way to corn chip or tortilla. We wish. But it's that kind of, yeah, it's that kind of like. I keep calling it buttery. No, you're right. You're but it's right. like a buttery, nutty kind of element that some white florals have. Yeah. And it's here. And that makes it even better. I like it better now than I did even 20 minutes, you know, 10 minutes ago or however, whenever I started smelling this. Um, I would, 
You know, I'm always hesitant to say own because we already have, you know, it's like I know. The, the, the want I'm list is I'm glad that you so like many. this. I do though. like it a lot. Yeah. Um, I wasn't so sure if you were going to have a sample. I'm glad we have a sample of it. I want to wear it. Yeah. Um, what it's, is it? It's Love is Lost by Astrophil and Stella. See, man, I like this line. I yeah, do. I think I'm starting to get it. Who's I, the, do you know who the perfumer is? Chris Maurice. Oh. I don't know anything about him. Do you know anything? He's the one with the goatee, I think. And um, well, his, looks like he his, could be in Bell Bookham Candle, actually. Yeah his, yeah, his picture on their website where he's like got the manicure goatee. He's, yeah. he's looking sideways at the camera, he smelling a nose He looks like he could strip. be in Bell Bookham Candle. That's it exactly what I think of when I see him. the sassiest perfumer headshot I've ever seen in yeah. my life. So, love that. Great. Yay. Put that down. But, of course, I want Mellow Yellow first, so... Okay, I, I need to spend more time with Mel Yellow. It yeah. hasn't wowed me the way What's the other one, Shanghai uh, 1933? I prefer this to Shanghai 1933. Well, all right then. Yeah. Okay. All my right. turn, my turn. Yep. I've just handed Jane her second scent. What are you thinking? Um, You've got some really bold, kind of pissy, raw white florals and yellow florals here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. With maybe some really dry woods in the base. There could be some strange aromatic elements that are throwing me off here. Is there ginger or something like that? There are three things listed. Just three notes? Just three notes. Okay. You want to guess what the main one is? Oh, it's not jasmine and it's not tuberose. It's jasmine? Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, Yeah. You get a little bit of that tortilla smell. A little bit of corn chips. It is yeah. a little like it. This is doing all the weird feral, untoward things that white florals like to do. Yes. So I am curious to see. Jeff sprayed this on my arm about a minute ago, and we we paused the podcast while we let it kind of open up, and I can see it's this is going to be a little shapeshifter. It is. It it's feels big. It yeah. feels big. Yeah. It's it's very concentrated, I think, on just the raw natural qualities of jasmine. So, you know, I'm always down for that ride. It's not always going to be pleasant. There will be <laughs> PP. There will be corn chips. And I'm here for all of it. I, you know, it's yeah, that's, that's why we do this. <laughs> um, first words that come to mind. Other than pissy and tortilla chips? <laughs> no, first words that come to mind. Buckle up. Buckle up. <laughs> we are seeing this through till the end. This is a balmy 80 degree type temperature. This it feels very humid. <laughs> yeah, totally. It's it's very, very fresh. Uh, this fragrance is like pale greens, sky blues, oh. and white, creamy whites to me. Um, it's very, you know, as for as dense and as full on as these floral notes are it still retains that um the setting of of nature for me so it does feel you know light and um kind of dreamy despite how very intense these raw natural notes are i do feel like this could be something that may be a little difficult to wear out in the world just because it is white florals being feral and provocative um I'm, you know, I'm a fragrance weirdo. I can wear this around you anytime. How do you think this compares to something like Savage Jasmine? 
Ooh, I love Savage Jasmine. Or I would say like it's Gold very... Leaves by Regime de Fleur. You know, you know, Gold Leaves is very high on my want list, and I want Gold Leaves by Regime de Fleur even more now that we can't have it. Yeah, it's unfortunately the baby cat effect. When you tell me I can't have something, I want it so much more. Yeah. Um, but this is very open, very airy. I feel like there's um. A, a lot of uh, nature here. I feel like I'm I'm out in the open. And I think that if I'm thinking of an era, I'm thinking of maybe, you know, hiking a, a trail with my hippie friends in the 70s. Who would wear this? Some girl with her head in the clouds, you know? Used Makes to be sense. This girl I went to school with named Katie. She was really funny and kind of a ditz and a very pretty blonde girl, but she also was like really out there in ways that she would just take you by surprise. Kind of like the way a beautiful white floral scent can take you to unexpected places. Well, I will say each scent from this line is created in limited edition using local medicinal plants to portray a landscape and evoke memories that resonate with the individual's own experience, the creator. Um, so all that kind of mountainous, air, very earthy. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. That, like it really, I kept, I started talking instantly about like where it was placing me. So that is cool. Um, Let me give you the three notes. Please. Jasmine, Civitone, Ambergris. Okay, the Ambergris. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's me. the yeah, I smell it now. Like no, I get it now. I yeah. get it. Yeah. It's that again. It's creating that pocket. I There's didn't know if it was of... a weird thing that that Jasmine was doing. You know, I still don't. I don't know all of Jasmine's tricks. Uh, and I thought that the Ambergris maybe could be one of them, but no, I, I can see that now. And you get your Civitone, so you get your pissiness. So, so Civitone, that's a a. Synthetic, synthetic civet, yeah. yeah. Um, cool. You know, it's when you look at those notes, you might think those are three things that can be really foul, and it's not. It's in your face, but it's not foul. This is a. This is. It's pretty. Yeah, on paper, it's a dirty an- animalic, but it's it's really elegant. I, I've got it on my skin, and it's it's. I would say it's seventy five percent strong ass jasmine yeah i would i would also Ooh, get a little thunder. thunderstorm coming in um i also feel like it's something you could easily smell on someone when you're at kind of a you know like at the conservatory a luxury store and you're just kind of like going about your business and and someone walks by you and you just pick up a hint of a a scent and uh yeah it, it feels very classy to me so who is this? This is uh, Fuega or Fuega, which is Fuega, 1833. Oh. We walked by that store. They do carry that conservatory. So, sorry, will you repeat the name and brand again? It's Fuega or Fuega. I, I, I don't know. It's F-U-E-G-U-I-A, 1833. Okay. I've heard it pronounced both ways. That's the brand? That's or, the brand. And the uh, name of the perfume? Is Amalia. Okay. Yeah. Amalia by 
Wayette. Wayette. Okay, 1833. Um, let me tell you a little bit of a brand, because if people aren't familiar, uh, we had someone write in to us not too long ago. I don't have it in front of me, and I apologize if you're listening right now, um, that recommended that we we try it. And Shasa from Conservatory had given us samples over yeah. the summer. And um, so I pulled it out while we were while I was looking for things for the game today. Founded in 2010 in Buenos Aires by Argentinian artist, artist uh, Julian Bedell. Fuella 1833 is a unique concept in the universe of niche perfumery. It's inspired by the land of Patagonia with its boundless, pristine territory and local communities that still cherish native botanicals. Its name is a tribute to the Fuella basket, a girl originally from Tierra del Fuego. So lowest point of the earth. We watched an alone that was set down there. Oh my God. That was a cool season. Yeah. So, um, but I found it very beautiful. I've been wanting, they, there's so many scents. Considering this was founded in 2010, they have a lot of scents. And I guess if they're constantly. They have a lot of presence too. I see a yeah. lot of people talking about them now. If, I imagine if you're using those kind of fresh ingredients or, or lim they're limited edition, you're kind of cycling through mm -hmm. different collections all the time. And um, it, I just, I really love it. We have a couple other samples, so I'm, now I'm really intrigued to kind of go through them. Cool, yeah. I'm glad that I'm glad that you're into them. I've I've liked a few, so we'll have to maybe do a deep dive on that. I think so. Uh, now it's my turn. Okay, let me spray for you. All right. I have just sprayed Jeff his second scent. This has, like, hanoki and cedar are always, like, if it's done even moderately well, I will love the scent because those are my, I love patchouli, I love, you know, jasmine, tuberosa, but, but cedar is my, my jam. Hanoki, too. Mm -hmm. Very comme de garçon, a lot of those scents. This has... The sharpness of cedar, kind of like a, you know, good pencil shavings, but mm. it also smells, to further that line, kind of like a dusty old library book. Yeah. With paper, and I really like this. At first, it's it comes at you hard, and it could be that you gave me two of the widest, heaviest sprays in the history of perfumery on my pretty arm good on this. that I had to walk away and get a couple Ritz crackers to kind of pace myself here. Um, it smells very, this could have easily fit into my witchy warlock scents earlier. Very green, very sprucey, very... Um, like I said, hanoki and cedar, which I've said about 30 times already. But I had to spray some on myself, too. It's really nice. Um, you know, I keep thinking the point you brought up last time of just how we tend to like all the ones in the games. And it's probably because we're buying the samples, I as I really said. I really chose this for you. But it is, we take all kinds here, you know? We don't judge too much. and um, We're very open-minded, but we know what we like. This is really... I love it now. I'm really going to love it like around Christmas. Oh, well, I'm telling you, early January. What, when you're really going to love it is like in about 30 minutes because as it dries down, this gets more warm and sort of almost vanilla. Really? There's no vanilla in here. It melts beautifully into your skin and the journey it takes is kind of crazy. Even though it starts off like a really woody patchouli scent, 
it just it changes it felt very dusty and almost moldy in the beginning and that's kind of gone like it's 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 cleaned mm-hmm. up it's refined itself which mm-hmm. is usually i don't know it's it's better now than it was at the beginning and i like the beginning i like it now, now it's more where it like i i would if i if it carried on being like it was when you first sprayed it, it would be one of those that you're kind of like, did I put too much on? Are people going to think yeah. I have too much cologne on? Uh, and um, what temperature is this fragrance? It is like a 40 degree morning with a little bit of fog in the, in the, in the sky. Um, for sure. Color, pale blue, pale green. It's uh, it's like there's a smokiness to it without it being smoky. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, someone had asked me today on t- TikTok how long the smoke note of Taroni lasts, and it's like, I mean, it's there's fifteen a, years. <laughs> I mean, Taroni lasts fifteen years, but in in as quote unquote smoky as it is. It's not what you think. It's no. not like a, a campfire smoke. It's not like a burning leaves smoke. It's not like a sharp incense smoke. There's just an essence. And that's kind of what we're dealing with. I mean, they're very different scents. This is nothing like Taroni. But it's that kind of smokiness to it. Mm-hmm. It's just there. It's like the, the essence, like something was burned here at one point. It's not now. It's not burning right now, but it was burned here at some point. I would wear this... This feels very crisp wool suit. I don't know. I love this so much. It's very fall, winter. It's clean. It's not heavy, but it is, it's present. It's not a heavy scent. It's a clean scent, but it is, I'm starting to smell that amber. It's a little bit, there's a little bit of like bergamot or lemon or something. There's only four notes. Would you like me to tell you what they are? Please, yeah. The note list is so simple. Black pepper. Got it. Gayak wood. Okay. Yep. Patchouli. Hmm. Okay. And vetiver. Really? I wouldn't have guessed. I would not have guessed those two. It doesn't smell like vetiver, right? Because it's not oily. No. It's it's not very dry, like almost Palo Santo. It's is to me. It would be more Palo Santo sandalwood than it would ever be patchouli or vetiver. The vetiver threw me. But listen, like the listed notes on any perfume, like do you know what they're really doing? The Gaiac wood, totally. Yeah. But even then, it's not as kind of like soft as Gaiac wood can be. It's, it's becoming sharper like, than that. It becomes warm and sweet and comforting on your skin as it wears. Like it's already changed so much since we sprayed it. It's definitely a modern fragrance. Completely, yeah. Um, so speaking in terms of era, and who would wear this? I mean, really anybody. Again, it, it, it's just kind of. You would totally wear this. Yeah, to me, like, this is, like, making me emotional, like, how good it smells. It, to me, it's, like, the way, and it takes such a journey. It's almost like when, you know, you're falling in love with somebody and you've had, like, an amazing weekend together and then you have to, like, leave and go back to, like, real life for the weekend. And then, like, while you're apart from them, like, you're just thinking about them and, like, the memory, like, sweetens in your mind. It's kind of like what this does. It's like, I know it's so this, cheesy. This, to me, smells like somebody I want to be like, someone I em- I want to emulate, someone that inspires me, someone that I look up to, someone at your work that 
you know, is your your mentor or someone that? Okay, that's interesting. Your your you know a good friend that you always have that friend in your life that you know you wish you were a little bit more like that was had a certain element of confidence or has a certain you know wit to them that this is a this is a someone that is assured and confident would wear this. Well, this smells completely like intimate and loving to me. Like maybe it reminds me of you. Oh well. You know, and, I am all those things, by the way. Well, well, it's also a very Jeff scent. <laughs> I don't know. Like, it's it's really powerful and wonderful. Okay, I'm going to tell you something that... I'm just going to put this out there. Yeah, okay. The fragrance this is voted most similar to on Fragrantica is Hual by Aesop. Do you agree? No, I think it's more like a Kyoto or, or like a Wonderwood or, you know, to me, it's I anytime guess... you get like heavy... Uh, you know, cedary, woody stuff. I always think Comme de Garçon. I can see all of those fragrances, but to me, like this is still different. Hinoki. This is different. Oh, it, it yeah, it's, very it much so. It stands on it, its own legs. It's not like Qual. I mean, maybe if you like Qual, you'd like this, but I don't think it smells like Qual's it. way greener and mossier. Yeah, yeah. Qual's a little funkier. This yeah. is this still has some this kind of clean. warm, cozy aspects to me. I don't agree there and i guess this is one of those things where it's like everything's Perception. subjective you know and that kind of, but i love it but to me it feels very sharp and crisp and clean it doesn't feel warm or comforting not that it isn't it's just i'm loving it for i guess a different reason or i'm picking up a different things and you've had more experience with it so you probably are detecting different nuances than i am but mm. Okay. Um, I love it. So please tell me what it is. This is My Love Has the Color of the Night by Floraiku. What? Yeah. Seriously? Mm-hmm. One, that sample set that we bought like three years ago has like 30 samples. I, I know. I mean, it's it's so like there's many. so many. I just like there. kind of randomly grabbed and. <laughs> How you pick the one like amazing one is just <laughs> is stunning to me. Yeah, we haven't been impressed so far. This smells like it could actually be a memo parasite instead because I love memo. Uh-huh. I think every, like, I would say. So you're a Floraiku hater? You know, I'm not saying I'm a, a hater because I think those, those, bootle, those bottles are really beautiful. They're very expensive, yeah. They're, but I've just overpriced. found that when we first started, you know, years you know, when they first came out and we were started testing them and things like that, it was kind of like, yeah, this one's okay or this one's all right. And then you look at the three hundred dollar price tag and it's like, eesh. not that good. Yeah, not that good. There's a lot of other fragrances in that range that I would buy, but Memo, however, there's been quite a few Memo, yeah, uh, Paris fragrances that I've really liked. And I, that is a line that I would like to explore even more and more. I agree. I agree. But this kind of, I mean, it's not really like it, but it kind of reminds me of Shamsud, which I really, really like. Oh, I can Paris. see it, yeah. What is this called again? My love has the color of the night. The names wear me the fuck out. Sorting them. Yeah. Please. I will say that, uh, again, you know, because I'm in the, you know, in the business of promoting other people's podcasts, is that Emma, <laughs> or... No, I think it was Smell You Later that uh, that had, yeah, had Floraiku on there. Or had the, oh, yeah, the, yeah. the, the founder, the co-founder. The same owner, uh, Floraiku Memo, and Memo Floraiku Paris. and uh, Hermetica, maybe? I can't remember what the third brand is. But I've never smelled Hermetica fra- fragrance in my life. 
the co-founder and his wife, I believe is French. And it was a really nice interview and he seemed like extremely charming and genuine. And, and so again, go listen to that. It was probably about a month ago. And, um, and check out My Love Has the Color of the Night. No this kidding. Is, this is insane. It's really nice. I mean, I'm glad we have the sample. Again, price point. It's, I don't know if I would buy no, it because of I the price point. But I, I am pleasantly surprised by this. I'm it so is glad. really, really lovely. Uh, okay, your final one. I have just sprayed your final fragrance. And I will just say earlier, Jane had caught me while I was picking my fragrances for the game. And I was testing, you know, just uh, just to find out which ones I wanted. And I had sprayed this, and she walked in like five minutes after I did. She's like, "Oh, what is that? That smells really nice." And I was like, "Oh, uh, um, that was just something I was testing out." And went with something else. Of course, I was lying to my wife. And here we are. <laughs> this is a happy, gorgeous little rose. She's flirty. She's likable. Lightly spicy. Kind of green. Um, what's not to love? There's that kind of plummy aspect. I would guess this is Bulgarian rose if I had to. Probably. There could be a big dose of bergamot coming in. Oh, yep, you can believe that. Uh, is there woods and patchouli at all? Oh, yeah. Okay, oh, yeah. yeah. I wouldn't let you down. I know you're loving <laughs> you know what I like. Not to mention, this is this was made in uh, 2014. It's by a house that would definitely make a perfume that had like 20 ingredients or 20 notes. Okay, can you give me any more hints? I mean, it is a classic. It's a luxury classic? brand. Do is this a well-known fragrance? Um, I think it's. I wouldn't say it's a well-known fragrance, but people wouldn't. There, there would be a contingency of the a fragrance world that would know this. It's a luxury fragrance for sure, but I don't know. It's also kind of designer. I, sm I smell the quality. It also feels like it could be something that may fade quickly, so I would have to wear this on my skin. I feel like also in and okay, I'm not going to say this yet. I, I have a little bit of a hint later. Why don't we go to the through the criteria first, and then I'm going to drop this in. Yeah, like I said, first first words that come to mind: happy little Rose. She's popular, well liked, easy to love. You know, this could work in any season. This is easily spring, maybe not like a hundred degree heat, but Easily an 85 degree day. It's got a little bit of a, a soapy quality to it it's, as well. Yeah, like yeah. A, a dryer sheets almost. It, it feels preppy. It does. I'm thinking Reese Witherspoon and Legally Blonde. I think it, well, definitely Reese Witherspoon, like nowadays for sure, I think. Oh, what's her freaking clothing line called? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. Mason Dixon line or whatever. Uh, it's fuck. something. It's something along those lines. Yeah. yeah. Uh, hmm. Anyway, this it, it's gorgeous. I think that this is. I if it's not well known, I'm surprised because it feels like this is one that's going to do really well on the market because it's um it's got that kind of um tangy fruity aspect that like Delina has. 
but done in a much more grounded, wearable, less in your face way. Where do I envision wearing this? I mean, this is this, I feel like it's the signature scent of a very refined lady. Yes. Like, um, the type of girl who has lunch at Neiman Marcus's Mermaid Bar twice a week. Yes. Um, God, so this is some kind of um luxury line. It is. And I know it's not Chanel. No. And it's is it it's not Dior. No, I you know, I feel like we actually smelled this. Okay. We were invited to a party in probably about 2015-2016 in Highland Park by this brand. They had a big tent. They used to send you stuff for Christmas that was like stationary and stuff like that. Bulgari? No, close. They do watches and pens. And... You're gonna make me look bad. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, this was a jewelry brand. They do jewelry. Tiffany's. No. Um, in it was founded or this it was in 2014. Let me give you the notes real quick, please. Dried fruits, rhubarb, big strawberry. I don't know what that means, but strawberry. Anise, bergamot, gardenia, anise, rose. Dear. Anise, dear. Anise. Anise. Is it not anise seed? Anise. Is that not? Hey, I'm from Indiana. I established that earlier. Rose, elong elong, pear, orange blossom, oak moss, leather, patchouli. It's fantastic. It what is. The fuck is it? It's Cartier. Oh, Cartier. I, I'm dumb. Um, and it is La Panthea. Really? Yeah. I've never smelled a damn Cartier scent in my life. Where did you procure this sample? Uh, your mom gave it to us in that little bag of samples <laughs> like, she had. <laughs> where did she get it? I, Who I'm, knows? I'm assuming Neiman's. But um, do they sell them here? That yeah. I mean, we're always walking around Neiman Marcus, and I've never smelled a Cartier scent there. Um, where do they keep them? Even I don't know, but. They, um, yeah, that is a, it's kind of a, a, a thing. I see, I, I see it referenced crazy. every now and then. Now huh? that you're talking about Yeah, that the party, party with the big tents and it had the like grass and it was right in the middle of Highland yeah. Park Village. So it was like parking was even more difficult than it normally is. And, um, yeah, I just remember that. But they used to always send you like cool stationery. They sent uh, me stationery at Christmas. Yeah. And it was always really neat. But I remember at that party, there was a little table and it had this fragrance there. And it had all their, it had like this, the series that this is the part of. It's great. Yeah. I would totally wear this. And, but I hear it mentioned every now and then, or I see it like just reference like their Le Pentier and, and some of the other uh, Cartier scents, which I'm not familiar with, but I've seen them reference now enough that's like, Maybe we need to go uh, do a little deep dive into Cartier well, fragrances. Well, I love panthers, and I paint panthers. Exactly. So it's so appropriate. That was, uh, there you go. Okay. Um, My final one. Yeah. Let's do it. I have just sprayed Jeff his third scent. Last of the game. You are bringing quite a lot of forest floor, green, fall, winter, cool scents that... In previous episodes, we you may have accused us of being of Joram Studio. 
or uh, <laughs> to me, this reads very Fisherson. It's a little. It's not. It's not as dynamic as a Joram Studio scent, which you know we're not making fun of Joram by any means. We we like them quite a bit, but they have a very they're, distinctive. They're an easy like, one to reach for because they cast a wide net in terms. Yeah. Of well, not only that, but they do kind of these kind of like Scottish you know greens and lots of herbs and all these kind of things so anytime you get like a green herby sprucey fragrance which this is not now this is starting to turn a little bit there's an animalic nature uh, note to this can i give you a hint yes please the perfumer is miguel matos oh okay this could be like a mask milano too just throwing this out there that's very like it's not no it also could be like a chapel factory, very much, it's just... Or the heads. This is a head. Yeah, this is definitely for the heads. Yeah, this is, there's also kind of, you had mentioned something about a fragrance earlier uh, uh, that had a kind of like a celery root or celery seed. Yes. Note. This very much has that too. I can see celery root for sure. There's also it a has, lemon, I think that maybe the, the carrot seed in it. It has carrot seed, and I feel like carrot seed can it's go very wild. F- like herbal fragrant. Yeah. Um, it has my favorite flower in it. Oh, Narcissus? Yes. Of course. Um, it's very bay leaf, kind of airy. Oh, man, there's something... I don't know. It's kind of stale. And I don't mean that in a bad way. I mean that in a very good way. It's kind of just like dead air stale. Like a basement. Mm. I don't know. Like I said, celery. There's a, there's a celery. Oh, boy. It gets really bay leafy, too. I don't know. I'm ready to make some stew. Some braised beef dishes. Some short ribs or something. I wish you would. I will. Don't test me. <laughs> I really like this. It's very fall winter. It's very um it's open and airy. It's not really heavy, even though stale air sounds heavy. There's wow, it's it smells like something that if I were cooking a stew, and I know I've made soup references before, but if I were cooking stew and then you're like, hurry up, Jeff you need to come meet me at this place real quick. And I threw on a coat because it was cold outside and I showed up there and then I took off that coat. This is the odor that would be admitting. Not another stew scent. You can't. (laughs) You can't keep stewing me on this podcast. This you've been stewed. (laughs) It's not a Um, stew fragrance. You're dead wrong. Give me the notes. It's Narcissus carrot seed. Jasmine, cashmirin, amber, sandalwood, patchouli, moss. The furthest thing from a stew. It sounds like a stew. You're, you're so <laughs> dumb. Um, earlier today when I, were you t- wearing this? Did you uh, wear yeah, this at all? I, I think I did spray it on my legs. Because there was a very distinct cashmere scent in the house. Yeah. And it was nothing I was wearing. Mm-hmm. I May wonder if it was this. this. Yeah. It's a brand you like. Um, you own another by this brand. Yeah, I imagine this is Der Duft. Correct. Yeah. Um, because I know that he's done more than one fragrance for them. Is this? Uh, it's not. Is it Pride? 
Yeah. Yeah. Okay. They're it's little, nice. They're little narcissist beauty. Yeah, I do like it. Um, I wonder. I, I, I feel like when I wore this, it faded really quickly. Which cinematic doesn't? Cinematic lasts all day. Cinematics of it's a, a that's an impressive hour fresh fragrance. Um, okay. Well, I haven't actually spent an enormous amount of time with this, but it is a narcissist kind of Shebra fragrance, so I was intrigued by that. And knowing that you like his work, I thought it may speak to you. And this feels very old school to me. Like it's not. I mean, it's there's modern elements to it, but it feels like. Our good friend Isaac at Flower Shop Perfumes. Yes. I feel like he could be doing a video with some ornate bottle that he ordered yeah. from some obscure auction house. And boy, he goes after the rare ones. And whatever fragrance is left of that ornate bottle that he ordered from some auction house, it would smell a little bit like this. Can I read you uh, Miguel's little spiel? Yes, please. In order to speak about pride, I searched inside myself. And what I am proud of bringing to the table when I make perfume. I am proud of my perfume culture coming from the past, the classics, and vintage perfumery. There so, you go. Yeah. All right. Yeah, it feels very vintage. It does. Would I own sample or pitch? I don't see you in it. Uh, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't own it. It's very honestly, nice, though. I could see someone really, really liking this. I felt more strongly about it when I picked it earlier today. It's definitely one for the heads. Yeah. This isn't anything you would gift. <laughs> That's for sure. Okay, so how is your, my, col my love has the color of the night. How is that smelling for you right now? You sprayed it on your skin. Oh, yes. It's, it's faded a little bit, but man, it's real woody. Like it's like really woody to me. Doesn't it smell good though? It's very well done. I'm really, really... I feel like I've gone through that sample set many times and I've just never really taken to anything, but I really like this. Good. Yeah. Any favorites of yours tonight? Oh my God. Um, I really liked Patchouli 24. Okay. That was the memorable one for me. It, it really threw me. I think I liked the first one for me. Love is Lost? Yeah. Oh my God. Okay, good. Because that was the one I was most like, I don't know if I should do this. I do. I, I like that. I like it a lot. Good. I think it was also, I think it would be also one that I would like you, I, I'd like to own it, but smell it on you occasionally. Kind of like slow explosions, hmm. where it's just like you put it on every now and then. And I'm like, man, why don't we wear this one more? I don't know, like Panther, mm -hmm. pan, pan, Panther, Panther, Cartier. It smells good. Yeah. It smells really good. Well, all right. That's the game. That's our episode. And look for our, our ASAP episode soon. And we have so much in store. We're going to be doing a lot. But this is why we need separate episodes for things. Yeah, we're, we're, in a, we're, we're at what, an hour and 40 minutes. Yeah, so I'll edit it down, get it down to something more respectable. <laughs> but thank you for listening. And, of course, as always, if you have anything you want to ask us or share with us or recommend to us, please email us at hello at fragrophilia.com or contact us at fragrophilia on tiktok or on instagram thanks for listening everyone see you next time bye